Hello, friends. This is Wendy Love Edge, and you are tuned in to the Wendy Love Edge Show, where we don't dispense medical advice, and all your health choices are your own. The opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of our producer, Edge Productions. This is Season 5, Episode 26, sponsored by Caris Healthcare, the relevant app, and Go Green Botanicals. This episode is called Let's talk about starting or restarting your wellness plan. This is the final episode in season five. I can't believe it. What a fantastic season it's been. And we're looking towards season six with my new co-host, Brandon Lee. The whole season is going to be dedicated to remedies for health and sticking with a wellness plan for your own health and wellness. And so this last episode of season five kicks that off in a really special way and I'm so excited to present this information to all of you. Got music and movies and is a show for me and you the one you love to listen to The Osho Zen Tarot card of the week is ripeness. Well, to get started on any wellness plan or reinstitute one that you've fallen off of, you really have to be ready to get started or ripe. I think I'm ready. How about you? Let's get the show started. Joining me now is my co-host, Miss Teddy. Welcome, Miss Teddy. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes. It's great to have you as co-host, for sure. And this subject, I think, is near and dear to both of our hearts. I, I think I said to you before the show, I think you and I have started and restarted wellness plans probably more times than most people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm nicknamed the comeback queen. Yeah, and and me too. I don't I don't have that nickname, but um, so many times I've come back from you know health setbacks um, and uh, figured out what I could do to to improve my health and wellness. The most difficult time was when it happened in 2011, um, but it's happened many times in my life because I have chronic illnesses that started in my 20s. So um, so that's the way it goes, but. But I, I have found kind of a formula that works for me. And if I can stick to it, even in times of stress, maybe especially in times of stress, um, I'd be, I'm always better off for it. Um, so do you have a specific plan that you follow to, to kind of keep yourself well? Um, yeah, you know, I incorporate a lot of herbal teas because of the terpenes mm-hmm. that are involved and a lot of bone broth that seems to like, cause you can mix the bone broth with all the vegetables and everything. And mm-hmm. for me, that seems to work. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, obviously you do the food is medicine minute on the show and we love that. And so it seems like food is kind of a focus for you to keep yourself well, if you can, when you can do it. Right. Um, Is that true? Is that kind of the main ingredient to your wellness plan? Oh yeah. Food has been my main focus since I was a child. 
you know, with an eating disorder and, and everything else. So yeah, that is my main focus as far as um, wellness is my food intake. Right, right. And I've kind of found this formula of, um, of rem- what I call remedies for health. So um, food is definitely on that list, nutrition, uh, food, and, and then exercise and rest, reducing pharmaceuticals and only taking them when the benefit outweighs the risk. So they don't get too piled up because I know in my life, uh, when I got very sick in 2011, I ended up completely bulldozed on 16 pharmaceuticals and your body, it's hard for your body to rally under those conditions. Now I'm not telling people to just stop taking them because they have their place, right? But it's definitely in my plan to really look carefully at every pharmaceutical that they want to give me. Um, and then positive thinking, you know, positivity, um, for me is really the main ingredient. And I'm not talking about that toxic positivity, like, oh, everything is always going to be great and fine and wonderful. Cause we know that's not true. Right, Teddy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's bumps in the road. There's always going to be bumps in the road. And so, you know, when that happens, you might falter on these things. You s- gradually stop exercising and you start eating some of those carb-loaded, sugar-loaded comfort foods, and uh, it kind of goes down a rabbit hole, you know? Yeah, yeah, it sure does. It really does. Yeah. I know, and I tell everybody, you know, when you, when you go to a fair or a carnival, and you hit the midway, the, the Ferris wheel is not the first ride you go for. You, you go for that roller coaster, so I embrace the ups and downs because that's just your roller coaster of life and that's usually what everybody chooses anyway mm-hmm. is the right. roller coaster when they when they go to the fair so uh-huh. why not just embrace the roller coaster of life right what a great analogy it's so true you know this smooth sailing is lovely but also during those times we don't really learn very much you know just kind of sailing along and uh you know things are okay um, but it's it's the bumps in the road that really teach us the lessons, I think. So I love that analogy, the roller coaster. That's that's life, right? Um, so I think one of the main ingredients of getting started with a wellness plan is figuring out what your goals are. I don't know. What do you think? It's easier when you kind of have targets for things. I think so. I really do because you have to have something to get you started, right? And so that's that's a goal right I mean even if you get sick you have to set a goal you, you it's not going to happen on its own mm-hmm. you know right. you have to set a goal to be right. able to do it right I think so whether it's exercise or eating or or meditating to try to become a little more positive whatever it happens to be because um, I think may I think it might help with motivation if you just kind of have a target to get to, you know. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, I know motivation can really wane sometimes when when we're on the, when we get on that roller coaster, <laughs> right? Um, so I think it's just it's just important to say, okay, you know, um, we're going to have the ups and downs, but I've got these targets that I want to meet, and so I'm I'm going to keep going. Um, and we can hold each other accountable. So this is the first show. Uh, it's the last show of season five, but it's kind of the first one where we're talking about 
formulating wellness plans and what we can do to do that and get started so that as we go into season six, we can really all support each other, you know, whether it's people on the show or just our fans and community. Um, I really want people to feel like they can reach out and say, I'm struggling today. And, you know, we can just give them a little nudge. <laughs> Are you good yeah. at the nudges, Teddy? Are you good with other people giving them a nudge? Oh, yeah. I'm better at giving advice than following my own. <laughs> Aren't we all? Oh my gosh. It's so true. Like we know all these things. Uh, following it is, is another story. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah. But I think we can do it. I think with the support of the Wendy Levitt show community and all of us um, that are interested in moving forward with this. It's just, it's been a tough couple of years. You know, I say this a few times in the episode, it's been a tough couple of years for everyone in so many different ways. And I think it's just time to really focus on ourselves. It's not selfish to put yourself first. It's actually exactly. better, right? If, if you take care of yourself, then you can more effectively help others. And yes, you know, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, coming up next, my interview with Kathy Davis. Joining me now is Kathy Davis. She is an accountability and empowerment coach and the CEO of Veg Inspired. She's also the author of three plant-based cookbooks. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Wendy. So nice to be here. I'm excited. Me too. I'm so glad to speak with you. Um, you know, it's been a tough couple of years to stick to wellness plans. I've had a wellness plan that I put in place in late 2013 that you couldn't get me to budge from, but the last two years <laughs> I've budged a lot um, and I'm seeing that that's really an issue. Um, so uh, so I wanted to chat with you and give some our listeners and viewers some tips because I don't think I'm alone in that. Um, and how how is it that we can maintain a mindset of, you know, intention and staying on, on task with what we really want for our health and wellness, especially with food? How can we do that? that that's a great question. And I, I would agree, you're not alone. There's so many of us that, you know, the, the stress, everything that's going on, it makes us really kind of lean back into some of our old habits. And that's one of the big pieces, you know, one of the big keys, I would say, to really sticking to a wellness plan with intention is to take that step back and ask yourself, why, why are you, why do you want this wellness plan? Who are you, who are you becoming as a result of the wellness plan? What aspects of the wellness plan are you putting into your life on a day-to-day -day basis? And then really, you know, my second tip really is to tap into how, how food makes you feel. You know, a, a lot of times we, we lean into those comfort foods thinking that it's going to make us feel all cozy and warm. And we find, you know, the dairy ir irritates our stomach or the 
the gluten, you know, really lean into the way the foods make you feel. And then remember that and say to yourself, gosh, you know, the last time I ate that, I didn't feel very good. Is there an alternative that brings me joy and serves me and allows me to really stick with those plans? Mm -hmm. And then my third tip on that really is, you know, we can't beat ourselves up over something that happened and a choice that we made. We made the choice and I teach in my program, like you have to have that pivot back plan. You Mm. go out one night with your friends and you have a, you know, a burger and fries and that totally doesn't align with your wellness plan. What's your pivot back plan for the next morning? Are you wallowing in, in the pity and the shame of making a choice that doesn't align with your goal? Or are you like, Nope. I'm right back on track to my wellness plan because it's the, it's the things we do every day that keep us on track, Mm -hmm. not those once in a while oops, or even intentional, right? Like I'm, I eat pretty clean whole plant foods, but that doesn't mean on my birthday, I don't want a big piece of vegan chocolate cake. It's those once in a while things that make us happy that allow us to not feel like we're cheating or that we're so restrictive that we can't can't do the things we can't live our life I think that's so what you mentioned that that last tip about you know not beating yourself up and realizing that what you do next is the more important part um and 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 that could be anything from well the next day I'm gonna uh, make sure I drink plenty of water and try to take the steps to get back on the plan you know right Right. And when I have clients that are really trying to eat more clean or plant-based, I'm like, go ahead and make your commitment to breakfast. I feel like most of Mm -hmm. us have the most control over breakfast time because we're usually home. Mm -hmm. If that's not the time of the day that you have the most control, then pick a different time of the day, but that's Mm -hmm. the way we start our day oftentimes. And so if you have control over your breakfast and you can, you know, that after that, you know, the choices you made the night before, you're still going to get up and have that really nourishing and and fiber filled, healthy breakfast that you love that aligns with your plan. Mm -hmm. Then that'll drive you to make maybe better choices throughout the day and not feel so bad. Right. Right. Um, it's, I I think that's true. And, and the feeling bad part too, I don't, I, we're kind of like conditioned to do that to ourselves, especially as women, I think, you know, and, uh, it's really important to kind of get out of that. Don't you think? Yeah. The, I mean, the diet mentality is, I mean, it's, we're conditioned at such a young age, like this is what ideal bodies look like or beach bodies. And, you know, like really, really programming us to think that how we look is a representation of who we are. And I think if we take a step back and we say to ourselves, it's about the person I'm becoming or the person that is following this wellness plan, right? For me, when I really cleaned up my, I've been vegan for eight years, but two years ago, I cleaned up that vegan diet to really eat more whole clean plant foods because I travel the country full-time in an RV with a goal to go to all the national parks. And I wanted to be able to hike them. Right. So Mm -hmm. like my daily choices on food needed to align with a person who can hike amazing national park trails. Right. And so really, mm-hmm. you, you really have to tune into what your, what your goals are and maybe how food or your wellness plan affects that. Right. Right. That sounds, yeah, that's really important. I think figuring out what your goals are 
rather than, oh, I'm going to jump on this diet trend. You know, what are my goals? I love that, that you are, your plan is to hike these parks and what do you need to do to get there? Because it, it just makes it really positive, you know, uh, instead of shaming and, oh my gosh, I ate the wrong thing today. Um, something else you said, though, I, I think is really important because a lot of times um, folks who are vegan eat a lot of processed food. Um, and that's not so healthy either. Um, so it sounds like that's something that you uh, kind of addressed for yourself too. It it was definitely something I addressed. I went vegan plant-based, you know, seven and a half, eight years ago to take control over my health. Mm-hmm. As time went on, so many amazing vegan products came on the market. Yes. It was easy to have a vegan burger with vegan cheese from Burger King. I mean, like it was mm-hmm. easy. And you could go to a restaurant and any restaurant would have a vegan burger now, or most restaurants have a vegan burger, but it's not like they used to be. They had vegan burgers before you would go and seek out a restaurant and they would have veggie burgers or bean burgers. And now they're made with all these processed ingredients that are, you know, unpronounceable, lots of oil, lots of salt, lots of sugar, a lot line, the same kind of processed food. That's the standard American diet. And what I started to notice was that I was showing signs of pre-diabetes. And I was like, oh gosh, I have to take control of this. Like, Mm -hmm. this isn't going to work long-term. Like, I don't want to go down that trajectory. So what do I need to do? I needed to step back into the whole plant foods, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to make a lifestyle out of it. It's going to be, it's not a short-term diet, right? It's not a get to the, get to the scale. If I'm a person that hikes a person who's healthy, a person who's well, it's a day-to-day long-term commitment. And that's mm-hmm. what I found. I found that by focusing on the lifestyle and the long-term piece of it and becoming that person, instead of focusing on a specific weight goal, mm-hmm. it changed my whole perspective. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Um, so uh, switching gears um, back to kind of what's on our plate, Um, in general and talking about comfort food, as we talked about that a little bit in the beginning. Um, You know, the things that we think are comforting have a lot of sugar and carbs, right? Um, How do we switch gears and kind of change our mindset so that the plants and vegetables on the plate feel comforting? Is that possible? It is possible with more of the whole foods. So if you think about the whole food having, you know, all of its nutrients and fiber intact, you've got whole grains. So millet, quinoa. So they, they're really a balanced grain that you can eat alongside your fruits and veggies, maybe adding a more luxurious sauce made from cashews to get that healthy cashew fat, um, in your meals, maybe a, you know, avocado on top of a meal, really kind of tapping into the more luxurious whole plant foods. And then also adding a lot of flavor, something that I really, really like, I love tacos. I mean, if it's, if it can be rolled into a tortilla, I am here for it. You're not alone people. We have a whole what taco Tuesday, like everyone seems to love tacos. Yeah. I'm with you. So I just, how can we make tacos flavorful and fun using plant ingredients? And maybe it's potato tacos, or maybe it's quinoa and black bean tacos. Mm. Um, Maybe it's roasted veggie tacos. Maybe it's cauliflower 
barbecue tacos, you know, really thinking about ways that you can take the inspiration, maybe from your favorite restaurant and use a plant food in place mm -hmm. of that to make it more comforting. And then as far as sugar, cause I do love my sweets. Um, I always look for like fruits, little dried fruits, dates, maple syrup, ways that you can kind of use natural sweeteners mm -hmm. to amp up a food. Maybe it's, you know, my oats get a drizzle of maple syrup. I have a client that uses maple extract. Mm. Um, so she, she makes banana ice cream and uses the extracts to give it more flavor. And I was like, that's brilliant. Frozen bananas, maybe some flaxseed, maybe a little non-dairy milk. And she's got this great creamy dessert oh, that, that she can add. <laughs> I know she puts pumpkin in it too. Recently, oh, she's been doing like a pumpkin one. And I was like, that's brilliant. It's so uh -huh. good. And it's, really clean. You know, she doesn't even put added sweetener because the bananas are so sweet. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. So there are ways for sure. And uh, it sounds like you've got some great uh, tricks for that as well. Um, I love it that you call yourself an accountability coach too, because I think um, I think that's a, an issue sometimes that people have. There's no one except themselves to really be accountable to. And sometimes that can get really hard uh, when there's a lot of stress or, you know, things are uh, difficult at home or whatever it happens to be. Um, so how, how do you help people in that way? Uh, what exactly does that mean? Accountability? Yes. So I have a, a, a hybrid group coaching program, which allows them to be part of a community. And then they have a dedicated coach who, you know, has certain touch points, certain questions. We, we write plans, 30 day plans, 90 day plans. And then there is a, a level of accountability. Maybe it's a DM, maybe it's a quick voice memo, you know, over Thanksgiving, it was like, Hey, it's Friday. What's on the plan today? And, <laughs> right. and really touching base and checking in. And, you know, one of the things, fortunately for me, my husband's fully on board with the way that we eat, but a lot of times that doesn't happen for people. Mm -hmm. So they're going this alone and it's very lonely when you're the only one eating things, even if you love it, even if you love how plant-based eating makes you feel yes. when you're the only one at an event, that's making your own Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. it can feel kind of lonely. So to have sure. that group, you know, that group, the group program and somebody reaching out to your DMS to be like, Hey, happy Monday. What's right. on the menu this week. And really kind of tapping in has shown a lot of, a lot of significant improvement for my clients, really just being able to teach them to how to hold themselves accountable because mm -hmm. that's the ultimate goal, right? I want sure. them, you know, my program takes them from, you know, stressed and overwhelmed to more intuitively being able to make plant-based eating a way of life. And I want them to be able to hold themselves accountable at, as the program comes to an end. You're kind of teaching them to do that, you know, by being there, it's kind of like modeling how you can do it for yourself too. So I love that. Um, well, this has been fabulous. How can people get in touch with you? Yes, I would. I'm super active on Instagram. I love Instagram. I, you know, get in my DMS, send me a message, happy to share recipes. You can find me at veg inspired. So veg inspired uh, or Kathy Davis, both of them will come up, um, but that's really the best way to connect with me and learn a little bit about what I do and get a lot of inspiration. I post recipes and meal ideas and plans and just how to think about eating more plants. Wonderful. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Wendy. 
Joining me now is Deborah Mayberry. She is a cannabis and health coach at Cheer Yourself Anew. Cheer, which stands for Conscious Health Evaluation, Education, and Rights, is also a reminder that for transformation to occur, you are in charge of being your own cheerleader for your health and life choices. Welcome, Deborah. It's I love that. Hi, <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love. Um, I mean, it's so true. I think sometimes we do look to family members and friends to kind of help push us along, and sometimes they do, but many times they have their own journey, their own issues, and maybe they don't, you know, agree with your health choices. So you really have to find it within yourself to find your motivation and cheer yourself on. Is that what you were thinking? Well, that and also sometimes in in serious health places, it, it's just lonely because mm-hmm. no one else is going through it. You right. are the one who are living it. They might be supportive, but only you can live it. And sometimes that's a psychological battle mm-hmm. to continue pushing through when things are really, really difficult. So that's right. that's kind of how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, so you um, you had about thirty years of using prescription pharmaceutical drugs for your health conditions, and then you had kind of a change, change of heart, change of mind. So what happened exactly? I I had an awakening is what I had. Mm -hmm. I had a moment of truth of looking at my morning handful and going, well, that I I, I still don't sleep and I hurt so bad. I'm in bed every day and I'm super depressed. So that's not, and I was like, this, this isn't working Mm -hmm. and it's definitely not sustainable as a nurse. I saw what was coming with opiates and I had been prescribed opiates for chronic pain issues for a number of years. And, mm-hmm. and I knew what was happening and I knew that I needed to do something different. Mm-hmm. And someone introduced me to cannabis oil. Nice. And they're like, I had been using, I didn't use cannabis for almost 30 years, all those years I was using the pharmaceutical, mm-hmm. sure. right. I wasn't using cannabis. I had used cannabis as a teen and early twenties, but once I became a mom and all of that, I had old fashioned perceptions about cannabis. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it was okay to party, but now you're an adult and we got to mm-hmm. leave that, you know, right. and as a, as a health professional too, um, you know, I, I well, was also a health professional and, you know, they drug test you and you're also right. sort of indoctrinated into the system in a way. Right. Um, right. So, and and I, I'd been, I spent a lot of time. I had, I was married to someone who was the ideal of what was used as a deterrent for, for teenagers of you're just going to be a stoner and do nothing. And not, well, I, mm-hmm. I was married to someone who kind of was like that and it had nothing to do with cannabis. Right. Had to do with the person. But at that time, I thought it, I, everyone was telling me, oh, it's because he smokes pot, you know, it's because he smokes pot. Oh, I see. (laughs) So it was sort of his behavior was blamed on this plant, which, you know, yeah, I understand. Um, So you had this awakening and, and uh, cannabis was sort of um, a catalyst, I would imagine. 
And then when did the other lifestyle choices, when did it occur to you that it wasn't just cannabis or the pills, it was other things that would help your health? So I've always been pretty nutrition minded. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, in a more uh, uh, mature aged way, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. almost 60 years old. So it was you know, I mean, if I ate home cooked meals and we didn't eat out a lot, I, we didn't do a lot of packaged things, but there were still some things and, and but yet, you know, lots of plenty of wheat, plenty of sugar. Mm-hmm. And I knew, you know, I just started reading other things besides what I was being taught as a nurse. Mm-hmm. I started doing my own research about food and about behaviors mm-hmm. and about how you live your life and how that impacts your health. Mm-hmm. Wow, and that's great. You, you really started the journey. <laughs> yeah. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice. really been awesome. Nice. So um, this show, we're kind of talking about how this is a journey, right? And sometimes we falter, sometimes we're, we're so-called good, <laughs> right? Bye. And stick to our own wellness plans and what we should be doing, so to speak. Um, but many times, um, you know, it, it, it's not a straight line. Um, no. So has that been your experience for yourself? And then how are you using that in your coaching too, that, that idea? Well, first of all, one of my main tenants is be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be that cheerleader for yourself. Be that best friend for yourself. You know, if, if you're saying, oh, you know, I, well, it's the holidays. Wheat and sugar. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Wheat and sugar, you know, everything is flour, sugar, and butter. And, right. And I'm not supposed to have wheat. I'm actually allergic to wheat. It's not, you know, like life. It just makes me not feel well. Mm -hmm. And yet I do it. And it's like, okay. So am I going to just, you know, demonize my own self? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to go, well, I'm doing this for today. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is different. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I've, I've chosen this today, knowing full aware of all the consequences. Right. So I made an adult decision. Sure. So I can live with that. I'm the one that's not going to feel good. Right, right. So it's your decision <laughs> right. whether you're going to do that. And you may decide that you want to do it. And then the next day you just start fresh, right? Yep. Um, but when, when, in working with clients, um, do you feel like, uh, what, what do you see from them when they've made these decisions? Are they beating themselves up? Are they ready to move forward? How, how do you handle that? And what are you seeing? There's a variety of responses, you know, mm-hmm. it just depends on where the person is in their journey. They still may be in, in a big moment of denial mm-hmm. of that. They may be still in a blame mode. Uh, someone else has you know brought this on to them or 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 just saying well I didn't know better okay but you do now Mm. you know Mm -hmm. okay so you said you didn't know better but 
you're speaking as if you do know. So let your mind catch up with that. Oh, right. I, I do a lot of talking about self-talk mm. because one of the things I've learned that really gave me a lot of hope, gave me a ton of hope in my journey when my brain was really, really sick and really not working well and hurt. Mm-hmm. And I learned about neurogenesis uh, and I learned about how we can alter the way our brain synapses occur by how we are thinking. Mm-hmm. So if you're beating yourself up, blaming others, staying in that negative mode, you're, those, those are the synapses that you're firing all the time. Mm-hmm. Where if you're like, I'm going to meditate, mm-hmm. I'm going to let go of some of that. I'm going to have forgiveness in myself. I'm going to find something to be grateful for. That's another tenant that I'm huge about is live and be grateful. Mm-hmm. You can't stay angry all the time. And anger is, is a health killer. <laughs> right. I, I agree. I think that's so true. Um, so I often say for my journey, it started when I changed my mind and decided that I could be healthier. And when I falter, which I would say in the last couple of years, it's been very challenging to stay with my own wellness plan uh, with the pandemic and everything that's happened in my family. And it's been very challenging. I've come in and out of it sometimes more out of it than in for sure, right? Absolutely. But what you're saying makes so much sense to me because in the last few weeks, I have returned to meditation daily and affirmations and gratitude. And it already, I already see the difference. So we're putting a medical term to it, neurogenesis, right? Um, and so it's known that this is true, you know, um, so for your, for your, for what you've seen in your practice and with yourself, um, you know, how, how has that manifested for clients or for yourself? It's always fun to watch someone get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And you can see, you know, and some people, you know, I've, I've, I've had to kind of let some people go and say, mm-hmm. this isn't a good, I'm not benefiting you. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a good match. And I'm not, and I don't have to figure out why I can mm-hmm. just see that I'm not benefiting them. And just to hear someone go on about things consistently, but you don't see any change. Mm-hmm you have to kind of back away. And then you see other people that they're just like, oh, you know, you, you, you have conversations with them, you have discovery time mm-hmm. and, and they say something and you have, you have this clarity for them and you might say something. Like recently I had a friend who, who's also a medical person and she was sharing with me about some intestinal issues she'd had and how she was helping, cannabis was helping and this and that. And I was talking about some of my own journey with those kind of issues. And I said, well, you know, when, once I found out what I was allergic to, and she said, oh, you got tested? And I said, you haven't? Mm-hmm. Get tested, girl. And she said, <laughs> oh, I can ask for help. 
And that's a huge one for people mm-hmm. is when they can go, I don't have to do it all alone. Right. That is so important being able to ask for help. I think, you know, you're talking about empowerment and being your own cheerleader and finding the gratitude, but equally important, know when you need some assistance and be able to reach out and ask for that help. Um, I think that might help people stay on track a little more. I don't know. What do you think? Well, if they'll accept it, you know, Mm -hmm. if, if they'll accept that, you know, some personalities have a harder time with that than others. Sure. And sometimes it's a learned thing. I know for me, it's a learned thing. I still have my peers sometimes go, yeah, ask for help on that. And I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cause you, you do what you've always done. Right. But I also tell people nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. That's so true. <laughs> you know, and I think, you know, when, when people are either starting their journey or if they've been on the journey, but fallen off, you know, to get back on, maybe, maybe they, you know, may feel a little bit of shame or, or it's harder to talk about with people, especially if they've been very vocal about all the positive stuff that happened. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think about that? Um, well, guilt and shame, all they are is immobilizers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you know as well as I do with experiences you've had that when you when you let that rule, then then you just don't even, you can't, you, you get back stuck in your amygdala mm. and you can't have conscious thought because you're stuck. That's what causes anxiety. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> Those right. are some of the huge things that cause anxiety. Oh my God, somebody's watching. Oh mm-hmm. my God, what are people thinking? And, and, oh, I did wrong. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, back to square one of be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. give right. yourself a break give yourself a hug mm-hmm. you know I mean I have affirmations in my mirror you know little things that people have sent me and and I I treasure those some days sure right <laughs> I mean I, I'll look in the mirror and see those and it's just like I needed that in that moment it'll make me cry it's just like oh, oh I forgot my power Mm -hmm. right we all do that sometimes we forget that we are in charge of ourselves um even when i know that many people have lots of challenges i've had lots of challenges in my life you've had lots of challenges you know but but we're still in charge of ourselves and and you know all of the the things that you've mentioned are so vitally important to really keeping that journey going or restarting when we feel like we just may not be able to, you know, um, what would be your suggestion to someone if they're just getting started on a health and wellness journey or plan? Take some time to really envision yourself how you want your life to be. Mm. That needs to be a focus. If all you're focusing is on what you're trying to get away from or what you're trying to change or what you feel guilty or shame about, well, you're perpetuating that same energy. Mm -hmm. It's right there with you every day because you're reminding yourself where if you envision yourself in this new space with this new lease on life, this 
new willingness to do difference and you can see yourself there. That's how I got to where I am. I mean, mm -hmm. literally I kept going, well, we can, we can tweak that and that would be good, uh -huh. you know? And, and it won't look exactly like where I live. It's amazing. And I didn't ever picture it, but I pictured what it represents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is great, great advice. Thank, Thank you, you so much for that. Um, so where, where can people get in touch with you? So I haven't been doing much on my pages since I don't have internet and I'm working on getting that back up and running after the new year. Where I live, it's very difficult. We only have two mm -hmm. providers and it's astronomical fees. So but I bet it's beautiful there though. I bet you're in the oh, country it and it's beautiful. Yes. It is. I need to come out to the West Coast and have a beach trip, girl. Oh yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'll keep that Welcome in mind. Anytime. <laughs> um, but you can you can find me on my own personal page, Deborah Mayberry. You can also reach out to me at my Cheer Yourself a New page, which is on Facebook. I also can be found um, on YouTube and I get messages there under Great. Debbie McGarry. Yes, I looked at your YouTube channel. It's fantastic. So people okay. should definitely check that out as well. And thank, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Miss Teddy here with your Food is Medicine Minute, the last one of the season. We are talking about starting over or um, getting back on track. And the best way you can figure that out is if you're finding yourself sitting around watching TV, thinking to yourself that you really should do something about your diet or you really should get up and, and go for a walk. Or if you're thinking that, you know, I really just don't feel right, but I just I just don't know what I need to do. I would recommend that you write a letter to yourself explaining to yourself why you feel you need to change the way you eat or why you feel you need to exercise and why you feel you need to change your health regimen, be it meditating, writing poetry, dancing, exercising, or changing the way you eat. For more information on Food is Medicine, please feel free to contact me at Learn From Teddy on Facebook. Thank you. Well, that was some great information. And thank you so much, Miss Teddy, for your weekly Food is Medicine Minute. It's always so informative. Thank you. I enjoy doing them. I can tell. It's wonderful. Um, so I also uh, checked out, check out your TikTok uh, pretty often, and uh, you're becoming quite a TikTok star. I love that. Um, and I noticed that you read a poem. Uh, how did that come about? Uh, I've never really gotten into poetry, and this one popped up, and it just, it, it, made me move it moved me and mm -hmm. i really love stuff that that moves me music songs um this the poem actually made me read it 
learn it, you know, try, mm -hmm. practice, practice doing it over and over and over until I got it just right for what I thought was uh -huh. just right. And um, it really made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, I loved it. I mean, it, it's really sounded the way the rhythm of it was really like spoken word. And uh, I always enjoy listening to that. It kind of makes me, piques my interest, just that rhythm of the reading or the reciting, you know. Um, have you, uh, have you been uh, reading other, other things lately or uh, listening to any music? Oh, yes. Yes. I am. I love um, Angela Edge. Ah, yes. I love her too. <laughs> she um, actually sent me a song that she's going to let me use. And I'm thinking about using that as a background and finding some more poetry oh, that nice. um, that I enjoy. And mm -hmm. I, I really want to do some more reading because that mm -hmm. one felt really good mm -hmm. and, and it moved me and I just, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think the audience really enjoyed it too. Um, yeah, and you know, her music and her words are so deep. I could see how you would be, feel connected to that. And I can't wait to see what you do with it. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, coming up next, Dr. Brian Nickel will be pairing a cannabis strain with our musical guest. I'm Dr. Brian Nickel, your cannabis expert for CannabisExpertMD.com with a music and cannabis pairing for the Wendy Love Ed Show. Wendy's musical guest this week is Irie Lyons. Uh, they're from Fayetteville, Arkansas. They're a reggae, funk, hip-hop kind of fusion band. Uh, they released their first album, Forward Ever, in 2018. That was followed, uh, or that follows a self-titled EP that was released in 2014. So right on to the music, I listened to Dreamin'. It is a very well-produced reggae, hip-hop kind of uh, love song about a very, very strong infatuation. For this, I was looking for a nice, chill, relaxing strain that'll put you in the state of mind so you can do some of your own dreaming. For this, I selected, based on the cannabinoid terpene profiles to me, as always, Natural State Medicinal's Purple Sunset. Purple Sunset is potent at a total of 24% total THC. Uh, how much CBD do you think there, Mr. Producer? Trace. Trace is correct, sir. 0.042%. Looking at the terpenes, as, as we always do, to kind of determine the headspace is going to put you in. It is a potent strain at 2.22% total terpenes, heavily myrcene dominant at 1.4%. Next up is beta caryophylline at 0.33%. Limoline and linalool, eh, they're tied at about 0.17% each. And a little bit of hemoline comes in to round out the rest at 0.1%. The very potent myrcene concentration should provide a very quick cerebral effect as it speeds the THC's effects in the brain. The uh, beta-caryophyllin, that should tame down any depressive symptoms you might be expect or experiencing. Limeling is going to give you a nice mood lift and help with any anxiety that's present. Uh, the myrcene and the linalool then kind of settle in together to give a very, very relaxing, chill base to things. That little bit of hemoline might chase off some of the munchies that you may experience with cannabis. Now, Purple Sunset, this should be just the flower to use when you need to relax yourself and spend some of your own time dreaming. For more information on all things medical cannabis, check us out at CanvasExpertMD.com. We're also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under CanvasExpertMD. And now I present to you the Irie Lions with Dreamin'. Play Dreamin' by the Irie Lions. Okay, playing Dreamin' by the Irie Lions. 
about you for so long From the morning noon to the evening Just hold on Patiently waiting on the right time To tell us let me see you every day on my mind You know you got this problem when you just can't deny So me start here, you push everything else aside When me feel it, or you a deal it Truth you come, reveal it, rap star come to seal it Really, anytime I see you Whether night or day, you make my body start reacting Supernatural ways You know my body and my mind and my soul Anytime we get together, be right We are holding me down, no matter how the time them good Fire in my heart, the night them cool And you want my only remedy Living in what seems so far from Cause I know I can be the better me when I tune into your energy. Now you've got me dreaming, dreaming about you for so long. From the morning, noon to the evening, just hold on. Now you've got me dreaming, dreaming about your love and not for so long. From the morning, noon to the evening. Get up in the morning. You bring me life when it's messy and it's stormy. To see the vision grow, it's so rewarding. I said, now get up, all my people get on board yet. Do it for the love that Jaja brings. Keep us strengthening on the knowledge you must seek. If you don't feel like you can go on, cause you're broken. Never worry in the story, we've spoken. Like the way they crash into the sea, we turn and trace into reality. Been a struggle, but we found to see the better of it. Don't give up, you're not the only one, I promise. Just envision what you want it to be The manifested eyes when you are leaving It's all come together in the clearest moment But like a dream, but now we always living on it Now you've got me dreaming Dreaming about you for so long From the morning, noon to the evening Just hold on Now you've got me dreaming Dreaming about you for so long From the morning, noon
Well, what a great episode it's been. What a great season it's been. I, I can't believe we're at the end of season five. I know it went by so fast. It really did. I, you know, kind of in the middle of it, I didn't quite feel that way. But then now I'm like, my gosh, season five is over and we're already preparing for season six. Um, we've got a special new intro um, that I think everyone is just going to love. And, uh, and I'm going to have a regular co-host next season. It's, you know, it's been really fun having different co-hosts from all over, um, but I'm super excited to have Brandon Lee every week starting uh, with the new season. And we'll oh, see great. where that goes. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's going to be lots of fun. Um, so do you have any final thoughts for people uh, if they're starting or restarting their wellness plan? Oh, go easy on yourself. Um, I always say love yourself enough to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Make a, a journal and um, do a a meal plan if you're if you're going to go shopping write down what you plan on having for dinner on monday tuesday wednesday and that way there you're not just grabbing all kinds of different um items from the grocery store that are not needed mm-hmm. right. and Great then advice. just um mm-hmm. just go from there and if you fall back get, get right back on the horse and and ride yes for sure i love i love your advice it's so true i think it does come down to self-worth and loving yourself enough to take the steps that will make you feel better you know i mean sure i love it when i lose some weight weight's been a struggle my whole adult life right but i try not to use that as my marker for whether uh i'm improving in in my health and wellness uh, instead, it's really, how am I feeling? Am I waking up feeling a little more positive? Does my body feel a little lighter? Am I able to move a little better? Is it easier to get my socks and shoes on uh, or or to walk, uh, you know, however far I want to walk? So, um, you know, these those kind of uh, life uh, markers, I think, make it a little easier to keep going. Yes, those are exactly the things I go for as well and I just tell everybody I I'm not doing it to lose weight the weight Mm -hmm. loss is a bonus Mm -hmm. I am I am doing it because I feel so much better when I'm being very very cautious about what I'm putting in for my food intake my food intake right right and yeah for me the food is really really uh key for sure um and uh, the other things for me too, the the exercise, the meditation, the positivity, um, uh, sleep, uh, leisure activities, you know, all to, when I'm actually doing all of those things, my life is fuller too. And I feel better, you know, so that those would be my final words, but it's been such a great season. And Thanks for uh, providing those films every week and being so involved with the show. We love having you, Miss Teddy. Um, so I you. thought maybe we should toast for the end of the season. And uh, what I prepared for myself is uh, it's a tea. And um, it's, uh, let's see, it's uh, Rubis, and, Rubis and Honeybush tea. Um, and I really like that. And then I put some infused uh, half and half in there. So I've been eating a raw diet for the last week, 
but I have not given up my half and half. <laughs> Everything else is wrong. <laughs> cool. We're kind of on the same boat because I have a summer blend tea uh-huh. right here. And then I actually put my keef oh, nice. in, in with the tea uh-huh. and um, let it simmer for about Ooh. 30, 40 minutes. And uh-huh. so I have infused tea right along with you. <laughs> nice, nice. Great minds think alike, Miss Teddy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for being uh, a part of the Wendy Levitt show. And here's to the end of season five and the beginning Ooh. of season six it coming in January. We'll take a little sip here. <laughs> I hope everyone has a lovely holiday and happy new year. And we will see you mid-January with a new season of the Wendy Lovett Show. Bye, everyone. The Wendy Lovett Show is sponsored in part by Caris Healthcare, The Relevant App, Purely Natural CBD, Highlands Residential Mortgage, Lit Premium Smoking Supplies, 131 Inclusion Gallery, Go Green Botanicals. Mm-hmm.